Hey, I'm Jesse. Jesus is still risen. He didn't go back into the tomb on Monday. He didn't go back into the tomb on Tuesday either. We're looking at the text that followed the resurrection. Yesterday, we looked at Mark chapter 16 in this passage that's not included in all the ancient manuscripts. This one, however, is 100% consistent, included in all the manuscripts with absolute consistency across the board. It's phenomenal. If you are engaged with somebody who's critical of the Bible, skeptical of scripture, you're usually talking to somebody who doesn't know anything about the Bible. The most learned of atheists with whom I've engaged in debate don't even bother trying to poke holes in the historicity of scripture because they all know it is a marvel, an absolute marvel. It's truly, you and I know, a miracle of literary preservation. This is one of those passages, is Luke chapter 24, verse 44. He told them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you. Okay, he already told them this, this is review, but they didn't get it yet. That everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. It's amazing, right? The law was about Jesus. The prophets were really about Jesus. The Psalms were actually about Jesus. When walking to, the, to Emmaus, concealing his identity from other disciples, he did the same thing open their minds to let them see how all of it was about Jesus all along. The law, this refers to the Pentateuch, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, where God establishes the law of the Old Testament. And it's the same law by which we are made aware of our sin today. And Jesus himself says, that law was about me. Jesus himself says those prophets were about me. Jesus said the Psalms were about me. So this law, how could Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, and Deuteronomy be about Jesus? How could, how could these passages be about Jesus? I've never seen so many militant atheists come to profess faith in Christ in my life as I have when I was teaching verse by verse through Numbers and Deuteronomy. These are passages that are often abandoned by Christians because they're weird and they're hard to, they're, they're hard to, they're hard to accept sometimes because they can be so brutal. The seeker era of the church said, yeah, let's skip those books because they're just so hard to accept. They're not hard to understand, they're hard to accept. And when you come upon passages like two men are fighting and if a woman intervenes and she grabs a man by the private parts, you're to cut her hand off and show no pity. This is the Lord's declaration. Welcome to our church, I guess. Like this is our passage today. Please don't leave. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Atheists, militant atheists especially, love those books. They read them and they memorize them and they quote them at Christians who are ill-equipped to respond because they've never been taught those books. The seeker movement stripped us of the ability to respond and show those passages are about Jesus. From them, you point to Jesus, point to Jesus, point to Jesus. Yes, even that passage in the book of Numbers, I saw God use it. It was absolutely incredible to behold how that brutality for sin points to Jesus on the cross. And he went through far more than merely having his hand cut off. He had both hands pierced by nails for crying out loud. It's about Jesus. All the law was pointing forward to Jesus. Going all the way back to Eden, it was about Jesus, how he is the one. He is the one who the, the serpent would strike at him, but he would crush his head. It was always about Jesus. So the law, according to Jesus, was about Jesus. The prophets too. Well, we're gonna go verse by verse through these, and you can see these beautiful parallels between God calling out the history of the nation of Israel before that history plays out, and how likewise it points to Christ on the cross, Christ on the cross, Christ on the cross. The Psalms, likewise, the Psalms are one of these things that if you grew up with an Orthodox Jewish, uh, an Orthodox Jewish 
belief system, some of the Psalms are kind of beyond your ability to fully appreciate because there's this big missing puzzle piece within them. They have a perfect duality to them as they represent, for example, David writing some of the Psalms, crying out to God for comfort in the midst of pain. They point forward to Christ on the cross and they're quoted in the Gospels. The law, the prophets, the Psalms, it's always about Jesus. That's your interpretive lens. As a New Testament Christian, you interpret these things through Jesus. I used to work at a Christian publishing company and I was, I was uh, over the brand that a uh, Bible study that would just go book by book through the Bible. And then my friend, Annie McLean, uh, was over the, uh, for students, was over the brand that would go uh, chronologically through scripture and point to Jesus. And, and he would pick on me a little bit. I would pick back because I, if I'm in the book of Ruth, I'm showing how it points to Jesus. If I'm in the book of Habakkuk, I'm gonna show how it points to Jesus. If I'm in Ezekiel, I'm talking about how it points to Jesus. He's like, hey man, that's the gospel projects thing. And I was like, no man, explore the Bible is just as Christian as the gospel project. We're not gonna teach it like, we're not gonna teach it like we're Jewish. We believe in the Messiah. So we're not, we're not gonna offer Jewish Bible studies. Or we're gonna offer true Bible studies as Christians. When you go through the law, the prophets and the Psalms, they all point to Jesus and Jesus himself said this. Tomorrow, we're gonna look at what Jesus said next uh, about how he opened their mind to the scriptures and said to them, this is what was written. The Messiah would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for forgiveness of sins will be proclaimed to all nations. All of scripture is about Jesus. When you come upon a difficult passage in the Old Testament that you don't understand, remember what Christ said about himself. He is the one who fulfills what is foretold in the law and the prophets and the Psalms.